0: When I was a kid, I think I was always a bit of a show-off. From when I was pretty small, my mum always thought I'd entertain in some way. I think it was from when my sister used to come out of school. I used to like roll the window down and be in my car seat and be like shouting stuff because I was a show-off. But I don't think I really knew exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't, I never really wanted to do much at school, it was, I wasn't bad at school, just, um, I just preferred kind of messing around a bit, but I think everyone does, so that's fine. Um, I enjoyed, like, the performing part of school and stuff more than, more than anything else, so I think that's when I kind of realized that was what I wanted to do more. I think I had quite a nice upbringing. My family was really nice to me. And you know, they were they're just good. My parents always wanted me to kind of go out and try things. And they never never told me like I couldn't do loads of stuff. And they were really supportive all the time. Um, and I think they just, in terms of kind of actually growing up, I think I'm lucky that my parents brought me up that way. I think, I mean, I have no idea what constitutes a good parent, but I think they they were pretty good ones. Um, I think when, if you're a parent, you like set an example by obviously showing your children. And I think my parents never, I've never seen either of my parents like act as if they were ever above anyone or, you know, so I always kind of grew up thinking that everyone was, equal and everyone's the same and it doesn't matter if you kind of have like a really big amazing job or you clean toilets or whatever, but everyone's kind of the same. I think, like looking back on the whole X Factor experience, it's kind of it's amazing to think how how young I was thinking back, and when I like look at things about it, I looked like I'm about 12, and uh, I think it's it's amazing to kind of try and comprehend the fact that I was just like I was a kid, and uh, I think you know we'll always be so grateful for for the opportunity that that it gave us because obviously X-Factors is a huge platform and I think it was you know it was a show that like I always watched with my family when I was growing up and watched with friends and stuff and obviously you know it was it was already kind of a big part of it then it was something that I liked doing and uh, and now obviously it's, it's been had such a huge impact on my life and kind of my family's life and you know, I think there's a lot of people who kind of come off it and try and get away from it real, really fast. And I just have no problem kind of acknowledging the fact that that had a huge part in everything. We wouldn't be kind of able to do what we're able to do if it wasn't for X Factor. I think. I think obviously you have to do stuff afterwards, and you have to work really hard and kind of make the most of it. But if uh, if we didn't have X Factor, then the door wouldn't have been opened in the first place. I was pretty emotional when we uh, when we signed the record deal. I remember I was still 16, and um, every time every time we went in, I was so nervous walking in to the building. I think coming from like quite a small place where. It's not that culturally vast. It was like pretty, everyone was pretty much the same. And then walking into a record label, I always felt like I was walking into a different planet. It was, um, it was like, you know, big like marble everywhere. It was all like shiny. And, you know, it was like people that I'd like listened to on the radio and watched on TV and stuff were kind of all over the wall. And I think. That was a, it was like really, it was just cool. I think when I was that young, I was like, I was kind of in awe of it every time we went into the office. Um, and it was, it was amazing. Going at such like a young age and you're working with a songwriter and producer who've done kind of all these amazing songs and you haven't done anything in uh, in a studio, you definitely don't feel comfortable to say like what if I sing it like this instead? Maybe we should change some stuff. It's like you just if you're like a kid and you have no idea what you're doing, you're never gonna tell someone who's had a million number ones how. song should be done so but at the same time i think it was it was right that we did it that way i think it was important for us to listen and kind of learn and to do what was being asked of us and then later you kind of take those lessons and try and adapt it from there rather than just jumping into the deep end and trying to write songs when you have no real idea how it kind of works so i think we did that in the right way the first few sessions By the time our debut single was ready, um, it was weird. I felt like a sense of responsibility that the song. It was like we'd had so much support from the fans and stuff up to that point. I felt like they'd done so much for us over kind of social media and, you know, it came down to the recording studios and X Factor and just kind of did obviously so much for us. I think it felt kind of. Like it was, it was, it was a nervous time because I felt like we, it was time for us to kind of give them something back. We hadn't obviously had any of our music yet for them. So it was a big moment to kind of live up to it and kind of give them something. I think we were just praying that people liked it because if we didn't, they'd be like, oh, right, okay. Maybe not. I'll go home. But um, I think music's just so important. I think every time it's a new album or a new song, it's, you have to kind of earn, earn the support. And uh, the early nerves are still kind of they're still there when we hear kind of new songs going out on the radio for the first time, just like the first time we heard What Makes You Beautiful on the radio. 2011 was um, was a really good year. It was the X Factor tour. There was lots of like promo and interviews and radio stuff all over the place. Um, The single had just gone number one. The album had just gone number two. Thanks, Rihanna. But it was just a crazy period for us, I think, when we started to realize that maybe the band was actually taking off a little bit. Um, By the time we got to the December tour um, to kind of support the album we were still pretty nervous um when i look back it's kind of hard to think that i was only 17 at the time and uh it's weird thinking about how much time has passed because while it's gone really quick it kind of also it feels like a long time ago like i feel really young being 20 so thinking back to when i was 17 remembering all the stuff that happened is mad i think the the whole thing's kind of ridiculous when I sit and think about it. Anyone from England going to the States is kind of really excited. Um, I think the nearest feeling I'd had to, to that first trip was when I first came to London. Cause when I was, when I was growing up, um, London was like, to me, it felt like it was a different country. And that sounds really weird, but. It was just like, it seemed so far away. I just felt like I'd never, I'd never go. And I just loved the, like, just the excitement of being somewhere that's filled with kind of things you've seen on TV and in movies and stuff. And it's, I think mean, that's the thing about, like, America in general and especially, like, Hollywood is you kind of get that feeling every time you go, anyway. LA somewhere that I feel like good being in I think there's something about waking up to the sunshine that's probably a massive cliche but I do like that and I think uh, it's just a feeling of wanting to kind of get out out of bed and get kind of be outside and it makes you want to do stuff and I think if you're if you're like in England everyone's kind of Everyone wants to get outside and the weather's never good enough. And you're like working in offices and stuff and and the thing is there, you, you have like breakfast and lunch and dinner all outside so you kind of get your fix of being outside. So when you have to go and do some work, you actually don't mind. And I think it's just, I think it's mainly the weather, like even if your car breaks down, you're just kind of chilling in the sun for a bit. It's actually not that bad. first big shock was uh, when we flew we flew back into the UK we we went on like our first work trip to America and then we flew back to the UK and um, it was it was into Heathrow and uh, and it was like a really big moment for us because there was just so many people and we'd never we'd never experienced that before um, and it was just kind of it was really intense. We ended up going out in like a riot van, which was probably a little over, over the top, but uh, it was fun. It's hard to kind of like think to yourself like, oh, this is kind of getting big. I think that's a really weird way of thinking about it. I think the thing that kind of intrigued us about it was just how many interviews we were doing. It was just a lot, and I think we we kind of thought if we we're doing this many, then the album might kind of be doing something, so I think uh what makes you beautiful went top thirty and that kind of ramped it up another level as well um We did a signing in in a shopping mall that was uh it was just nuts um and it was the first one we'd done over there, and we thought there'd be maybe like a hundred people something like that. And there was just like thousands of people, and it was um, it was really surprising. And I think that was kind of when the momentum seemed to kind of snowball a little bit. Um, and then we got a support slot touring with uh, Big Time Rush, which was um, which was massive for us because it was so. It was so early for us being in the States, it was, it was nice to kind of have the guys having us on stage. And um, I think on the first night we saw someone wearing a One Direction t-shirt and we all kind of said, this is, that's wicked, we kind of had no idea. And then they all know the words, they all knew the words to all the songs. And um, I don't know, it was weird, it was like even if we didn't, no one would really say it and even if we didn't really want to believe that it was kind of like that with people wearing t-shirts and stuff it was it was just cool cause we could kind of feel it when people kind of sang it we weren't expecting them to know the words i think we've always been we've always been proud of the the live shows that we put on um, and i think with things that were kind of happening in the charts i think we'd seen the album kind of doing well in different countries and stuff and I think it was really important that we went out and kind of proved ourselves a bit. I think we wanted to kind of get out and perform the the record to the fans who'd got it and the fans who liked it and it was just kind of important for us to kind of justify why it was number one. I kind of you know, if you have an album that's number one and then the show's awful it a bit like, hmm. So I think, for us, we just wanted to put on a show where people would come and say, you know, even if you're not a massive fan of the band, you can leave and kind of say, that's a good show. A bit I found difficult early on was I used to get really nervous uh, before stage. And there was one time we were on, we were on a show in the UK and there was a bit where i sang and i just sounded awful i'd kind of worked myself up over it and was just too nervous and uh i just sounded really not good and um and it kind of it played on my mind afterwards for ages because in like rehearsals and stuff i'd done it fine and then when it came to the actual thing on camera um it just wasn't good and I think even standing on stage used to make me really nervous and uh, I don't know, I think you can learn to kind of turn your nerves into something else and you can kind of control them a bit more. And I think I, I learned from that experience because I just, it was kind of any natural confidence that I had was kind of, it used to be taken over by nerves and now I've learned a bit more how to control them and now it's, it's just different, I, it's more excitement before stage than it is nerves. So I'm glad it happened because it, um, it was a good experience for me to have. I think the thing with when we went to Ghana was you see a lot of like the tapes of when people go on TV, same like the thing that we made, and uh, you kind of you get the gist of it, but you can't you can't kind of convey what what it is in like three minutes on screen i think you can show people being unwell and you can show people dying and stuff but i think you don't get you don't really understand it until you go it's like the the thing that like triggers the different emotion is that you it's like all your senses are taken over by by kind of what's going on it's like the the smells and it's like smoky and it if you're like watching it on t v you don't you don't experience the fact that you're walking through where people live and like your eyes hurt from the smoke and it stinks and it's really hot, and it's just not where people should be living when we're kind of you know other people live completely contrasting to that and I think the the thing that really made us think about it was. we'd we'd go in there and it'd be like a really hard day and it was horrible. And then we got to go back to our hotel and have a shower and then get in bed and have food and stuff. And I think when you think, when you kind of sit and think about it as people do that for a day and then sleep in like a tent on the floor and then get up and have to do it all over again is the, the bit that kind of hits you the hardest. I think that trip hit me really hard, I think it did with all of us. Um, you can't really express the mixture of emotions that kind of come up with that. It's just the ultimate sense of perspective, and you just get kind of, your vision just gets wider. And I think it's such it was such a massive contrast to the environments that we were in and what was going on with One Direction at the time. And uh, I, I just think it's impossible to go to somewhere like that and not come away thinking. And you just kind of have to think. Any Anything that you kind of have a problem with or like things that you complain about is just not even close to what different people go through. And, you know, obviously people who are not in poverty can have serious problems as well. Everything's kind of relative. But when people have difficulties i think it can kind of mask their judgment and you can get like a smoky mind about what real problems are and i just think it's something that i'll never forget like things i saw and what it kind of represents and i think it's important that you have experiences like that with with the position that we're in at the moment i think we're lucky enough to see things like that and learn from them and uh, I think we're also lucky that we're in a position where you can at least try and make a difference Um, and even if it's a small difference I think a big difference is made up by a lot of little differences I think we learned quite quickly that not everything you read about relationships Or anything in the media is necessarily true. Um, I think I'm also like quite accepting of the fact that if one of us has a new relationship, it might be of interest to people who like follow the band and stuff. I think gossip is natural. I think it's kind of people have always gossiped and so I get it. I, I kind of get why, why it gets attention and why it's, um, interesting you know to to a degree you have to kind of just think it comes it comes with it and it's not really if you complain about it, it doesn't really change anything so you know it's kind of fine just kind of get on with it i think it's important that you kind of remember that the lifestyle and the the job kind of isn't like normal i think when you start to think that everything around you is normal that's when you kind of lose sight of um, kind of who you are and I think I think it's nice to be able to kind of take a step back from it and see it for what it is and not let it kind of take over you um, I think that's why even though you can't really say it's a job I like seeing it as, as going to work because then when when I'm not working I just like kind of hanging out with my friends and but I think when you like going on stage and stuff when you when you come off, you kind of always need a couple of hours to like unwind because um, I think I think if you don't, I think that's when people lose it is you kind of do a show and it's so kind of hyped up and then you um come home and then you just go to bed and then you get up and then you do it again and it just becomes like that is kind of everything and I think it's it's a little hard to translate. I think that's when people kind of lose it in a sense, is when the lines get blurred between where, where the kind of unusual stuff becomes normal to them. And then I think that's when you kind of expect it. And I think that's when you kind of get into trouble. It was fun making, making the film. Um, it was a really different experience for us. we were used to kind of cameras being around and stuff from, from like X Factor and stuff. Um, so it was it was enjoyable to. It wasn't like a. It wasn't too weird. It was um. It was just nice to see people, kind of enjoy it. I think, when we went to the premiere, and um, we kind of watched it in the thing. It was. It was nice to kind of see which bits, like, people found funny and which bits they kind of went quiet at and kind of were listening to stuff. And it's just cool to kind of be on screen and kind of, especially if there's bits where you think it's completely normal and then everyone else finds it really funny, it's, it's like, cool to just see people enjoying it, I think. So that was nice. Um, and it was just, it was rare, I think, everyone... Everyone who's kind of worked on the project came to kind of see it, and I think it was nice to kind of step back and see kind of how far we'd come from the from the start. So it was it was really nice. I think when I first saw the stage um, for the Stadium Tour, it completely um, it actually took my breath away for a minute. Um, I'd like been told that it was big, and then when we saw it for the first time it was just so much kind of more extravagant than I'd imagined it was um, you can kind of see something like that and get really excited about it I think when you see the stage you can't help but kind of imagine the shows straight away you kind of think I'm going to be there and then I'm going to be over there I'm going to look tiny but I'm going to be over there um, and I think it's just it's just cool to kind of think that it's ours it's funny to kind of look at something that big and think that that's part of our show. Um, and it's nice that there's kind of those surprises that you can still be completely taken aback by. Um, and it. I think it's stuff like that that kind of makes me realise that it still hasn't become normal to me. And I hope it never does because I like that it's like that. This tour was... Is is an exciting one for us, because um, the it's just the number of countries that we're going to visit, as as well as the sheer size of the stadiums is is pretty incredible. And uh, with us all being involved in the songwriting a bit more, it felt like much more of a like a personal statement. So it was important that people enjoyed listening to the album, and uh, and I think for us it felt like there was more pressure on that record for it to succeed. Um, Because it was just more of a direct representation of all five of us. I feel like One Direction is a one in a million opportunity. And uh, in some ways it's been like a unique thing to have to learn to kind of understand it. Because there's no, when you're going through school, there's no Like lessons on how to kind of deal with it all there's no like class that you can take and it's um it's like completely crazy at times um but there's always going to be us five people who kind of went through it together and kind of understand what each other have kind of been through and um I'm extremely grateful for for the opportunities that the band has kind of created and people have some very real like problems to deal with in life and there are certainly jobs that are very demanding and often badly rewarded and so in comparison um when i think about it i don't really have much to moan about i can't really complain um i'm incredibly lucky that i've had this opportunity and that this has all kind of happened to me i think It's amazing to, I just feel lucky to be involved in it, and in the grand scheme of things, it just makes me feel like I don't have much to complain about, and I just feel really lucky. I think looking back, our approach to the second album was probably a little bit naive. Um, but I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing for us. I think a lot of, um, kind of groups and artists kind of ripped their hair out for five years trying to make a second album. And then in the end, they have kind of overthought it and ends up being something not very good or completely different. And I think we were just... Really focused on making a good record and something that the fans would like, and yeah, it's it's, it's kind of weird because when you go in, you don't you don't consciously go into the studio and kind of say we're gonna write a number one album. I think you just write each song as its own thing and just kind of try and make them good, and then you have a collection and try and pick things that kind of work together, and just trying to make each one as good as it can be and i think i think that's just kind of what we've done with the albums always is that you know we just kind of wanted them to be good and wanted the fans to like them and i know obviously you don't write an album and try to make it bad but i think we just didn't overthink it which was a good thing i think we felt the expectation around the second album more during the actual week of release um I think by then you just kind of, you've worked so hard on it, you just want people to hear it and say they think it's wicked. Um, You want to hear their opinions. And then in the few days, before you get the chart position, it's only natural to want to see where it'll land. And uh, I think maybe then you kind of start thinking about the number one, but not until... I think when it first comes out, you just, you're so nervous about putting it out in the first place, because I think if you're putting yourself out there in in any way, like if you're a writer and you write something and have people read it, or you're an artist and you paint something and you let people see it, it's kind of putting whatever, it's just your work and you're kind of putting yourself out there a bit, so I think um, you just want people to like it, first of all. I think, first of all, you want people to not hate it, and then... If people don't hate it you want them to like it and then if people like it you're like uh and then if it starts going a bit higher then you maybe start thinking about where it charts but i think originally you just want people to not hate it we have a habit of delivering the most amazing news at the most ordinary times um I think I knew that the album was doing really well, the second one, um, in the States on its week of release. And there was a good chance that we might go number one again. Um, And I think that week we'd had a couple of days off and um, we'd just finished a New York trip and I was still there. And uh, I'd been on a bike ride and I was returning a bike I'd rented to the shop. And then I got a call saying that we were number one. And um, I think I didn't really hear it properly because I had a man shouting at me because I was holding the bike wrong and the chain had fallen off. And it was a bit hectic. And then I put the phone down, gave the bike back, and then I was like, sick. Then it hit me. One of the like best parts about being on the road um, that I love is the chance to travel and see all different places Um, I know sometimes it can be frustrating if we're obviously away from home or kind of stuck in hotels sometimes I think if you kind of step back from it all and reflect on what my job, if you can call it a job um, allows me to do in terms of travelling and stuff, I'm just incredibly lucky Um, I get to meet a lot of like interesting people and people from different parts of the world and uh, and traveling something that I always wanted to do when I was younger so although I might be doing it a little bit differently to walking around with a backpack on my shoulders um, it's still traveling and I still get to see amazing places and do really cool stuff that when I was 16 I never thought I'd get to do so it's um I just the road's fun and very kind of grateful to be able to kind of see so many cool places